brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. And here on The Breakfast Show, it would seem that we, as I put it, are riding the zeitgeist wave. Yeah. Or as Matt Dyson put it, we're getting all fingery on the pulsary. Yes. Well, um, I think, yeah. Most of the things we have discussed in recent weeks are now, only now, appearing in the daily newspapers. That's right, yeah. Which we occasionally leaf through. Yeah, for example. Yes. We talked a lot about blue plaques the other day. Yes. Um, and uh, Mike Reed, the former DJ, is now... Uh, banging on about blue plaques. Isn't he the head of the blue plaque society? Yeah, he is, yeah. I did not know He's that. He's the main man at the Blue Plaque Trust, but he says there are too many. Ah. Uh, there's uh, there's uh, one building where uh, Lord of the Rings author J.R.R. Tolkien stayed for two nights, and based on that, it's got a blue plaque. Just saying Tolkien mm. stayed here for two nights. Yeah, I mean, he much. might have a point here. And then... Uh, yeah, that is too much. Yeah, yeah, there are some... There are 50 plaques around the UK... Uh, purely based on places that Dickens has been to. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I've seen ones that say, you know, on this site, not even in this building, on yeah. this site, 150 years ago, Dickens popped his head round the door and went, hello, <laughs> and left, yeah, and yeah. it's got a plaque. Exactly. Yeah. And then just yesterday, uh, Glenn was talking about the people at this uh, hipster gig he did in Hackney, yeah. where they were clicking instead of clapping. Yeah. yeah. Now uh, the University of Manchester has banned clapping because it causes anxiety, and instead they're doing jazz hands. Oh, Glenn, as a stand-up comedian. It's, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, I think you've misinterpreted that. It's not jazz hands, is it? I thought it was like air clapping, or is that oh, what jazz well, hands is? Well, jazz, jazz well, hands jazz is it. jazz hands. Well, I, when I was at a kid's party the other day with the animals and you couldn't clap, <laughs> they did something called marshmallow clapping, which is where you imagine you've got a big marshmallow in between your hands. Yeah, so you don't frighten so you the don't animals. don't make any noise, but jazz hands is that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to sort of see that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, You'd really think, feel like people think, were making fun of you. Yeah, people yeah. know what jazz hands is. And surely, I know, even talking with Rob Beckett the other day about putting his set together for his new tour, you factor in laughter time and clapping time. Yeah, I I've never really thought about jazz hand time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll get at least ten minutes of jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. I've got, got a jazz hand break, Yeah, I've so only got was, right, that one right, right, 50 minutes. Yeah. And finally, um, our friends over at The Guardian have touched on another thing that we yeah. zeitgeisted and fingery on pulsary <laughs> about just yeah. earlier. Uh, the anxiety dream. Yeah. There's a big article all about the anxiety dreams. A couple of facts for you. Uh, students who had the most anxiety dreams before an exam scored the highest marks. Oh, so these could be good for us. And uh, if you dream, if you have an anxiety dream about facing a lion and happen to meet one, you will be better prepared. No, it doesn't say that. That's what it says, yeah. So I, mean, I think if I was faced with a lion and the moment I went, oh, my God, I had a dream about this just the other day, that's probably when it was attacked. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Ball, yeah, yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 6.35 on your Wednesday morning. We're asking for your first thoughts. Keep them coming at 8, 12, 15. Mine was, ah! Why am I awake? That's the first and last piece of screaming you hear on this show, I promise you. Don't be alarmed. Um, so I've got um, a disc in my lower back has slipped in between two vertebrae. Oh, it sounds awful. That's this. the issue. That sounds bad. Um, the lovely team here looked after me yesterday and even booked me an appointment with a physiotherapist who told me that news. Um, apparently, over 80% of people on planet Earth suffer from similar stuff. I'm fully aware of the world in which we live. I know that a lot of people deal with a lot worse on a day-to-day -day basis, but it just means I've had to make certain... Um, I've had to adapt slightly. Um, mm. It's weird, like, even walking to uh, the physiotherapist appointment, 
um, having to look for lowered curbs because I can't walk down steps. <laughs> yeah, and you don't realise how uneven the pavements are here and how people will just walk straight into you, even yeah. if you're, like, literally sliding along. On their phones, looking at their phones, Boom, barging just, into yeah. you. Yeah. What a lot of people don't know is you're actually lying face down at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't make me laugh again, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, exactly, I'm broadcasting to you laying flat. Um, but, anyway, as I say, you know, lots of people have lots of things going on and it's just something I hopefully I'm going to, through well, physiotherapy, get better me. with. You, yeah. It's a bit painful. Yeah. Um, my, my putting on my pants has become my Everest, oh, which is wow. something I never wanted to say out loud. And you've given up on socks, haven't you? I've had to yeah, give up yeah, on socks today. Socks. I, you know, I know that you know certain people like to go sockless, but we've, we're have we just coming out of the sockless yeah, season. Yeah. I'm not a big sockless fan Neither myself. Neither am I, no. Um, yeah. But, you know, you at least got to have a bit of fake tan on your ankles when you're a pale as <laughs> me right, before you yeah. go sockless. Yeah, yeah. So here I am, pantless, sockless, with a pale ankle and you've got some exercises to do for your back yeah yeah apparently you floss um as as not the dance routine if you've got lower back pain do not start flossing um, that's that's the issue no but you floss i suppose it's like like, like a gentle flossing. floss for the you spine could, yeah, yeah you floss yeah. out your spine by like moving your legs and stuff in certain positions and apparently our friends all you fellow uh, backache sufferers out there um those of the slipped disc uh cold is our friend not right, heat yes Good. Good to get something cold yeah, on there. Okay. You can no, buy cold good. packs good or peas. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that was my first thought this morning. Um, uh, Matt, what was yours? <laughs> uh, mine was, uh, oh, I need to bring the port home later on because... Um, wow. Wow. I got some port on Saturday because okay. it was it, Absolute Radio's um, 10th birthday. And yeah. For some reason, we got some port as a present on Saturday. Wow. I reckon around football. And uh, I've left it here. And Forrester on telly tonight. So I want to go home and watch uh, the Forest game on Sky with my uh, with some port. But <laughs> we ha- I've got red port. Matt Ford got white port. Have you ever tried white port? Did you even know no, it existed? No. I, I hear a rumour around the office that he tried it on the air. No, he, we tried it after the show. <laughs> oh, OK. After the show. After the show, we tried something that's very nice Is yeah it but really no one knew it existed until uh, recently so yeah it's great okay fortified white wine as opposed to red wine so there we go white port and underpants becoming your everest they're our first thoughts what about you 8 12 15 dave i was wondering if asking for my partner's hand in marriage on bonfire night is this cheesy or not says neil in birmingham oh, oh. cheesy but do it Cheesy but do it. Yeah. Emma would love to come to the wedding. She's yeah. running dry. She's I'm got actually one running left. out of wedding, so I need some more yeah, in my diary. Okay. We wish you the best of luck with that, Neil. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're exchanging first thoughts. Dave, my first thought of the day, did I really fall out of bed last night? And did my wife start laughing? My second thought was, yes, I did. And yes, she did. That's from Paul Tinners. <laughs> um... Dave, my first thought, why was my neighbour warming up his Subaru at 5.30am this morning? It was a right window rattler from Spencer in Plumstead. Selfish. Yeah, those those low, bassy car yeah, engines yeah. that are like buses. Oh, so annoying. Ones that make the windows rattle. Yeah. yeah, that is annoying. Dave, of the 12 men that have walked on the moon, one of them unknowingly holds the title for moon's largest appendage. <laughs> and that's from Scott in Taunton. That's well, an interesting yes, point, it's an interesting isn't it? Thought, isn't it? And what they've been dreaming about. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's strange, isn't it? I suppose there's like a Guinness Book of Moon records you could do because yeah. of the 12 men, they'd be a tallest, yeah. a shortest, a heaviest, yeah. a fastest runner. 
What a title to hold. What yeah. a title to hold. The biggest appendage to ever be My on the moon. My on Buzz Aldrin. Is it? Did he walk on the moon? Yeah, he probably did, didn't he? Of course he, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too. Michael yeah. Collins was the only one who didn't. Right. Boring oh, yeah. fact of the day. Yeah. That was nice. Straight <laughs> in with that fact as well. But he was a big fella. <laughs> um, Glenn, what was your first thought this morning? Um, what, it, well, what have I done? Um, I, I was in, I've got to admit, I was in, I, I, for some reason, I must have slept very badly last night and I was in a bit of a, a daze when I woke up. And I know that because for the first time in my life, I applied shaving foam to my entire face. What, like, you mean without thinking, Without thinking, just put the whole thing. What? And then just, it was only when I looked at myself in the mirror that I watched it sort of starting to expand that I was like, ah, something's not right. Here. And you look like the moon from Mighty Boosh. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, what was your first thought this morning? I've been wondering who decided where to put the letters on computer keyboards. Oh. You know, like, why didn't it just go... Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you as to why. <laughs> because uh, back in the kind of typewriter days where there was the arm with each letter on it, um, they would get jammed uh, when they were next to each other in an ABC alphabetical order. So you'd, they'd all be stuck upright. So they came up with a random selection of keys so that they would be further away than main uh, letters and stuff that you use so that they weren't rubbing up against each other. Fact. Oh, so more common letters are next to rarer letters so that yeah. they don't yeah. stick each other so down. So we have the QWERTY. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, well, Z and X are next to each other. I never use them. Yeah, I might be wrong, actually. <laughs> I'm using some very powerful American imported painkillers right now. Dave <laughs> uh, Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. One thing I love is we can see your text histories here in the studio, um, and this person has never, ever sent a text in to Absolute Radio before, never into the show, wow. um, but was prompted this morning as we heard her towards 7am to send the following and I thank you anonymous texter the arrangement of characters on a QWERTY keyboard was designed in 1868 by Christopher Scholes the inventor of the typewriter according to popular myth Scholes arranged the keys in their odd fashion to prevent jamming on mechanical typewriters by separating commonly used letter combinations wow. you win this time oh. <laughs> I love that we become nemesis. That's, that's great. I didn't, I didn't know we were, but wow. it's, it's nice. It's a good story arc. Um, anything else, Matt? Uh, yeah, so another fact has come in saying the longest word that you can write using the QWERTY row, just uh -huh. the QWERTY keys, yeah. is typewriter. That is a true, fascinating fact. That's not oh, true. Yeah. Is it true? Also, the, the longest word you can write with just your left hand is stewardesses. Yeah, we've right. just been playing this game. Yeah. Right, it's fun. Okay. Wow. OK, so it looks like it's one all, my friend. <laughs> one all. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. You join me. Just putting a happy face on it. Just singing through the pain. <laughs> Tears of a clown! <laughs> um, I've got a disc that's been trapped between two parts of my spinal column. Um, this happened, uh, just for all you radio nerds out there, this happened just before Rob Beckett joined us on Monday's oh, yes, show. It did, yeah. I popped into my chair all excited to see him because it had been a while and um, that was when I suddenly felt the pang all the way down. Now, this kind of stuff affects, according to my physiotherapist, about 80% of the world's population. Mm -hmm. Many people dealing with a lot worse. I fully understand that. But it just means I've had to make slight improvisations in my life, including using the wire coat hanger that your dry cleaning comes on. 
I've turned that into a hook and using just the humble wire coat hanger from the dry cleaners is now the only way I can put my pants and trousers on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. What an image that is. <laughs> because uh, Sarah Jane, and I wouldn't want to ask her to do it anyway, really, but she's away. Yes. Um, yeah, she's yeah, at yeah. our parents' house in You don't want her to see you like this. <laughs> no. <laughs> struggling. So what I've had to do is I've, I've had to... So this is what I do. I, I've been crumpling my underwear up so there's, like, leg holes and just, just trying to delicately drop them on the floor. That's what right, I was doing yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And then I get my jeans... Now, you can't have back pain and wear skinny jeans. Uh, it's almost like God's way of telling you to move on with your fashion sense. Get yeah. some get some sensible so got, trousers, David. You've got your baggy Joe Bloggs jeans and stuff. No, I've, got, I've yeah. got the black skinny farrows on still. Oh, good. Anyway, so I've been putting the uh, putting the leg holes together and then just dropping them on the floor. This is right, what I was doing so when you my line them up. They're lined up. So wow. a little bit like a kind of rubbish edition of Wallace and Gromit. I then get out of bed um, and then I step into my pants. I get my wire coat hanger, which is on top of the chest of drawers because so, I can't bend down to pick it up. Yeah. And I'm hooking it into the front of the, uh, the, the little hole little pee-pee hole and I'm just dragging them up using the wire wow. coat hanger and then stepping into the jeep moving on to the next thing on the conveyor belt standing in the jeans and pulling them up using the um, using the belt hoops genius so technique. pretty cool <laughs> were you advised to do that or did you come up with no I, I improvised that it's impressive I improvised yeah, that yeah. thank you so that's how but socks were just too far to sock, I tr- you can't put socks on using a wire coat hanger what I'd are you like, wearing I'm, I've gone sockless today. Sockless. I've had to go sockless. With flip-flops? No, I'm wearing slip-on-light slip shoes. Mm. It's, I'm very, very spring-summer from the ankle down right now, Emma, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And you know, that hurts a man of my sensibilities in early October. Um, so with that in mind, what we'd like to talk about right now at 8, 12, 15 on the text, or of course you can tweet us at Absolute Radio, is alternate uses for household objects. Mm. Uh, Matt, do you want to get the ball rolling? Uh, well, I mean, I was thinking about this. I, I do, I found myself eating out of mugs a lot more than I used to. That's okay. certainly a change that's happened over the last 10 years uh, eat, eat cook things in mugs eat from mugs I think cup of soup started it and also I, f- I once found a replacement for a belt you know if you ever, lo- you c- you ever go to work without a belt right and you want a household object get a cable tie a plastic yeah. cable okay. tie and you get the two f- loops at the front hook them together using a cable tie, they tighten your trousers, ah. acting like a makeshift belt. So, like, you, uh, some jeans have that little thing at the back, don't they, where you yes. adjust? Yes, yeah, they're like that. Because like I would have connected all of the cable ties together to create you one could, long I mean, belt. But you that's... could go all the way around. You could connect each loop. I mean, you're going to look a bit wacky, but, I mean, you know, it might be worth a try. Okay, so cable ties as belts, dry cleaner wire coat hangers to pull on your pants. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Morning, Dave and the team. A screw and claw hammer will open a bottle of wine. That's from Tristan. Thanks, Tristan, Uh, and good morning. Uh, You can also open a bottle of wine by hitting the bottom of it. With a shoe. With a shoe, yeah. With a heel, preferably. Then you put the bottle inside the shoe and hit it against the wall, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Uh, you can also use a spike on the end of an umbrella, like a golfing umbrella, to push the cork into it. Yes. You can also use a, a, like a kind of butter knife for yeah, that, not a sharp knife. Yeah, you can also that. use a, a corkscrew. Cork, yes. yes. <laughs> and you put that in the top and it opens the bottle of wine. <laughs> okay, I let me write corkscrew, cork you say. Basically, if you want to know how to open a bottle of wine, this is your breakfast show. Yeah. Um, Glenn, have you, uh, are you using any normal household objects for an alternate reason? Yeah, I've got a, a sort of a skylight in my room and the blind broke quite a long time ago if you pull the blind down it just goes zipping straight back up again so uh, I've, I've held it down with uh, basically I've stuffed two books 
under the blind and that keeps it in place but it uh-huh. means I, I'll never be able to read those books uh, if I actually want uh, my room to be sort of fully dark Okay, uh, but it's worked fairly well and also my other uh, alternative one is um, I've started using my housemate's uh, shampoo as my shampoo uh, okay <laughs> that's not alternate use that's theft that's Glenn we yeah. have to yeah, driving taking someone else's car is an alternative use for that car it's, it's just Grand Theft Auto um, Emma yeah, I have a mop and bucket that I've never used as a mop. Uh, we're using it to cover up an ugly hole in our wall where we had um, a leak from a radiator pipe. So you've led the bucket and mop up against the wall? Just put it against the wall. There's like a big hole behind it, which we need to get plastered over, but it's been like that for two guess, years. That's quite an attractive centrepiece, isn't it? You distract it with, oh, that's a lovely mop you've got yeah, in place. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we thought. It works so, perfectly. Uh, creating your own modern art to cover cracks and holes in the wall, uh, <laughs> using books to keep your room dark, opening bottles of wine with a claw hammer. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Mark's texted in saying, please don't put your wet clothes in your microwave, it's a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is a good point. Point, I yeah. just like to add to that: do not put your microwavable chicken jar phrase in your tumble dryer. It is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First yeah. hand, hashtag yeah. first hand experience. Just keep them to what they got at. Yeah. Um, so we are talking about the alternate use for household items. This is because I have transformed the wire coat hanger that came with a dry cleaned item into the object that allows me to put on my pants and trousers in the morning before the show, mm. as I have some kind of slip disc thing going on. Uh, a friend of mine had no laces on his work boots, so he used steel tying wire Ooh. as laces. The only trouble was he forgot to take the wire cutters home with him and had to sleep with his boots on that night. <laughs> From Chris in Telford. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, oh, Chris. Dear. Hi, Dave and the team. I use wire cutters to trim my toenails. Oh. And that's Mike the Van Man. Grim. How thick are they? Use sellotape to defluff your clothes. <laughs> Wrap it around your fingers, sticky side out, obviously, and just yes. pat away. It's oh, a classic. Good idea. Uh, Linda, this is very, uh, just, this is Linda specific. She uses a potato masher to close the kitchen window as she can't reach it. <laughs> I um, thought you meant that's literally just for people called Linda. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just all you Lindas. Lindas out there, don't use your hands to close the window. Get the potato masher out ASAP. Um, I use a coat hanger that has clips at either end to keep a recipe book open and oh. use the hooks at the top to hook it to a kitchen cupboard door. Wow. Nice good. Good. Morning all. Having a fat day and can't do the top button up on your <laughs> jeans comfortably. Use an elastic hairband. Hook it over the button, through the buttonhole and back over the button. Uh, Works like a charm. That's yes. for Robin. And now, well, we've already given out a health and safety warning at the very beginning of this talky <laughs> bit. Um, Lindsay Nottingham says her husband lights a match and and sniffs up the flame to tame slash trim his nostril hair. <laughs> that is, sounds wow. so dangerous. I think there's a, a traditional Turkish barber does stuff yeah, with flames. Yeah, I have that. You know, like you get, you, you, they put a little candle flame to your ear hair yeah. and burn it off. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. No. But inhaling flame a through your match. nostril. I like the way it would completely burn them out completely, wouldn't it? You, you're you're I mean, wide-eyed with enthusiasm. It sounds like it would be effective, but I'm, I don't dare do it. I don't dare try it. Don't, please don't do it. No. Let, just leave. go to the barbers. Let them do it for you. Yeah. But thank you very much, Lindsay. Thank you, everybody. That was our list of alternate uses for household items. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Tradesperson to the stars. Uh, it showcases some of you great tradespeople out there, and we go behind the scenes into the homes of the rich and famous. Now, the one that we like best over a month's worth will win themselves a £100 Wix gift card, uh, and we have four very worthy contenders. 
Up first, who could forget? Gas heating engineer Matt. He installed underfloor heating in Anne Robinson's bar conversion and told us that she really does live up to her reputation. Uh, people said, do not say her famous catchphrase, which we all know, but uh, <laughs> I don't think she appreciates it. Right, but, OK, so this is good. We're already getting the gossip. Doesn't like having her own catchphrase <laughs> used back against her. <laughs> That's the stuff that we love. Up next, of course, was plumber Craig, who installed a bathroom in Susan Boyle's house. Uh, we were told that Subo went above and beyond just making him a humble cuppa. Susan actually walked up to a main street and bought me a Greg's and a six-pack of Andrew. So you're munching on a steak bake while she sings I Dreamed a Dream at you? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm never going to experience a job like that again, I feel like. That was quite the morning, wasn't it? And then, well, came flooring specialist Dave, who told a floor for Sir Michael Caine in his pool house, no less, prompting Sir Michael to utter one of the most famous sentences ever. Michael came out and he looked around and said, who's taken the bloody doors off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> who's taken the bloody doors off? <laughs> That's amazing. And lastly, for the month of September, we spoke to plasterer Martin, who saw... Frank Bruno in quite a mess. As I walked in, the plumber was releasing the pipe um, and he stood underneath with a, a muck bucket and as you can imagine, um, he, he got a bit covered in... Well, you hang know on what, a second. But, uh, hang on. So the plumber released the waste pipe, showering yep. Frank Bruno in his own... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Four incredible tradespeople to the stars, but we've all had a little chinwag here in the studio, and we think winning the £100 Wix gift card is going to be our plumber friend Craig and Susan Boyle's house. Oh, yeah. What an incredible story that was. If you are a tradesperson to the stars, let me know by sending me an email. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And we'll join by a fresh new one on the way. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Natalie Trotz just tweeted us saying, if being concerned about missing Tupperware is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Thanks, Nat. <laughs> Tupperware queen. You're not alone. I'm not alone. We're talking about handing in the cool badge and I'm having to track down loads of Tupperware I keep leaving everywhere. Yeah. It's like the worst treasure hunt ever. What has happened to you? And also, <laughs> I don't mean to bring this to air because this is just not, not very entertaining for everybody, but was there a lid with that Tupperware originally? Oh, no. Claire, do you remember if it had a lid? Oh, I can't remember that, that lid. has gone, mate. I might have lost a That's Tupperware somewhere lid. Somewhere in the building, you'll never find that she lid. She is going to be livid. <laughs> uh, morning, Dave. Watching The Last Bodyguard by myself the other day, David Budd was hiding a selection of objects down the side of his boiler, and I found myself saying aloud, that's no good for the boiler, David. It needs room to breathe. <laughs> Please, can I hand in my cool badge? Yes, you can, Rachel. Yes. Happily received. Uh, that's Rachel in Cheshire by the way um, I need to hand in my cool badge whilst watching the opening credits of the new Jack Ryan series which is awesome by the way adds Jules in rugby I said these credits aren't very snazzy did I just step out of the 70s uh, thank you very much indeed Jules morning Dave I have to hand in my cool badge for calling my work IT department and announcing to them proudly that I had a problem downstairs I didn't make it clear that I meant the lower floor of the building <laughs> 8 12 15 uh, so it is time for the ones from the team. Matt Dyson, Tupperware is my, my cool badge for this uh, week. What about I you? I found myself uttering the line, 
What a fantastic array of spectacles, Prue Leith has. Uh, the, the Bake Off Lots Church. of people talking at TV. So many. I mean, this week. Yeah, she must have like a wardrobe dedicated to all those multicoloured uh, f- face furniture items she has. There, she must have hundreds. She must be going bespoke on those little Every bad boys. Every single I time I see her, she's got a new one on. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's not a cool thing to notice. No, it's true. true. Give me, give me true. the badge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, Dave. Take my cool badge and the cool badge of my wife as well. We celebrated eight years together by organising our son's Lego cards into gots and needs. <laughs> He's two. He doesn't care. Oh, no. Double badges are coming your way from Tom in Bromley. P.S. Have you got number 14? <laughs> I think we have got number 14. The much sought after number 14 Lego card. Good luck to you both and, of course, happy anniversary. Morning all. I've realised I can identify vehicles on the motorway in the dark from their headlights in my rear view mirror. What? I'm currently running at 98% accuracy. That's amazing. Um, I think I'm going to give you my call badge. That's from Matt in Brum. <laughs> I think you should go on You Bet with that. That's, that's a skill. There was an episode of You Bet where someone could identify a brand of car but by hearing the door the slam. The door slam, wasn't it? The do noise it that? made. Yeah, wow. I do. Yeah, do, yeah, you, yeah. do you guys ever remember You Bet? <laughs> We're too young for that. I, oh, yeah, I think I I've, heard, I've heard of it. Yeah, it on. Basically, show. people who had kind of weird skills would go on Saturday Night Television and they'd say, I bet you I can, blah, 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 dot, dot, dot. And one guy, as we were saying, went on there and he had a blindfold on and they'd just be like, it's like... And he'd go, um, Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, but he was right. He was good at it. He well, did them yeah. all, didn't he? He was right, yeah. God, that was when Saturday Night Television... No, no, <laughs> come on, kidding. Here's my other cool badge. Uh, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Whether you be a plumber, a hairdresser or a roofer to the roofers... If you have done that for someone rich and famous, let me know. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk because you could be a tradesperson to the start. And joining us right now, we have Lee. Good morning, Lee. Morning. How lovely having you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, So, Lee, what's your trade? Um, I work for a printing company. um, Well, well, it's a couple of years, about 10 years ago now. Okay. Um, So, you're a printer. Yeah, I'm not a printer. I was a salesman for a printing company. Salesman for a printing company. Okay, the devil's in the detail. This is good work, Lee. This is good work. (laughs) And which star have you salesman for a printing company for? David Guest. David Guest, music supremo, reality TV star. (laughs) An interesting gentleman. Uh, Lee, did you get to meet David Guest? Yeah, of course. Um, We was in the the factory one day, and he just sort of showed up out of the blue. Um... And he'd come in, we just like show him because at the time we was printing some brochures um, and some posters for him to doing a tour. Right, okay. Um, he just he just come in um, totally out of the blue, and I just showed him around and showed him all his work that was going on. Um, and I said, "Do you fancy a coffee?" And he said, "Yeah, sure." Um, so he said, uh, "I said I'll go up to the office to make one." And he went, "Now go over Costa Coffee." I said, "Okay." He said, "But when we go to Costa Coffee, he said I like to be a bit." You know, inconspicuous. I don't want, I don't want people really to going like, incognito. Oh, yes, of course. Um, which I thought was a bit weird because he's wearing a long black leather coat <laughs> in the, the summer um, with a massive great big coat. He's my style inspiration. Uh, You're right there, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we walked over to Costa Coffee and he said, "When, when we're going, like I say, just keep everything quiet." So okay, walked up to Costa Coffee. The doors opened. He walked on, waving his arms about and shouting, Hi, everybody, I'm David Guest. <laughs> 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 so then what did he do? 
Uh, well, then after that, we had a coffee, um, and then he went to go over to HMV. Um, he said exactly the same thing, but I knew it was coming this time. <laughs> so we went over to HMV over the road, um, and he walked in, and everyone was coming over asking for his, uh, his autograph. They was asking me. I, I, I assumed they thought I was his mind or something. <laughs> and, uh, he just went around buying loads and loads of CDs and DVDs. Um, signing them and just giving them out to everybody. Well, how amazing. I mean, we normally at this stage ask whether he offered to make you a cup of tea or coffee, but obviously you offered him one, and then he took you to Costa. Did he give? Did he buy you a coffee in Costa? No, but he did invite me to his 50th birthday party. And you'll probably remember that, Dave, because you was there as well. What? <laughs> what? I was at David Guest's 50th well, birthday yeah. party. <laughs> yeah, I think he was a lot older than 50, but it was... Uh, <laughs> a, a, a Showbiz party. age. You can relate to that as do well. You know, I do, I do remember that. Did we, did we meet each other there, Lee? We did, yeah. We was in the, in the buffet, um, <laughs> up for the buffet, and there was a young lady who was in front of me. Um, and you was blowing, and it, it was quite obvious that you two knew each other. So I said to you, do you want to go in front and, and stand with her? And... Basically, said, no, it's okay, thanks anyway, mate. And that was oh. it. Oh, look at that buffet banter. Oh, Ferry's yes. buffet banter. Still the best in the land, isn't it? Um, well, I never. Could you remember that party? How I do. I remember because some, there was a charity auction, all the money was going to charity. Oh, I don't know if you remember this, Lee. And there, and there was a piece of Beatles artwork that came up that I really loved. It was an Abbey Road thing. Uh, and I started to bid for it, and someone else was bidding against it. And I noticed that it was Rizitsky, the Chelsea, uh, the Arsenal uh, 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 midfielder, because yeah, David yeah. Guest's a big Arsenal fan. Uh, was a big Arsenal yeah. fan. So I realised just to stop bidding then, because obviously you're not going to bid against someone who earns £150,000 a week, are you? No. Um, Lee, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. What an amazing story. And thanks for the trip down memory lane as well. I love that. No worries, uh, give it up for our tradesperson to the start. Give it up for Lee, everybody. Cheers, Lee. Hey, mate. Thanks a lot. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's 8.48 on your Wednesday. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where Matt Dyson has once again been going through all social media to find the little things that you should be aware of. Yes. It's Matt Dyson's social ammo. I'm locked and loaded with likes and shares, and I'm ready for action. OK, what you got then? Let's what go you want? Well, we still haven't done the octopuses mashed up on MDMA. We're not going to do no? that. Okay. Stop pitching it in. 70 new emojis for Apple Users, including ginger people for the oh. first time, but that's uh, just for Apple users. At last, well, yeah, I know. It's leaving I mean, out the 85% of but Android. At least someone's given a little tickle to our flame headed friends, producer Finally, Claire. Yes. Oh. At last. Yeah. Uh, speaking of opening wine bottles on the show earlier, there's the video of a corkscrew looking like it's riding a roller coaster. That's oh, very so good. good. <laughs> Amazing. So that is. Very good. With its arms going up in the air, but I mean. There's also the Captain America film star Chris Evans as Golden Retrievers. Right, OK. It's just a new Twitter feed which just has images of him next to similar-looking dogs. But it's got, like, a million followers already, hasn't yes, it? Yes, it has already. Whereas yeah. I'm tweeting gold on a daily basis, nothing. <laughs> um, we will actually tweet out the video of the corkscrew on the yeah. roller coaster at Absolute Radio. Give us a little follow. But as you were mentioning Peppa Pig the other day, yeah. uh, um, maybe we should talk about it because it was a Guess Who Peppa Pig game, wasn't it? Peppa Pig is directly responsible for the fact that I can't see it down on the sh- doing doing the show anymore yes, because of my right. crippling bad back because pain. of that. Uh, well, it's also been in the news this week because at the weekend, Channel Five screened a live coverage of the MMA Bellator 206, the cage fighting tournament, live on Channel Five through the night. Right. Okay. So some people stayed up. I bet they did all night long until obviously as the bill goes on, the bigger fights come, and so the last big fight of the night was happening. But the show overran uh, just past six a.m. And the trouble is on Channel 5, as soon as you hit 6am, it goes into kids' TV programming. So there's like a safety button. So, yeah, they just because of the cut.
shut off uh, the watershed from Ofcom, Peppa Pig just comes on the telly at 6am. So these fight fans have been waiting up for hours, all night long, until the oh big fight at 6. Oh, my goodness, no! And all they could see was non-stop episodes of Peppa Pig on Milkshake. Which, which you will get used to seeing yourself at 6am in a few months' time. I was once I once hosted a television show called The Delhi Knowledge Show, which was a oh, kind yeah. of like, like comedy, quizzy type thing for students on Channel 4. And I was watching it, you know, it was on before Frasier on Channel 4. Yeah. And uh, I watched the first half of it as it went out because I wanted to see what they looked like. Yeah. And then the ads happened. And when it came back from the ads, it was the second part of a different episode. Oh, really? How on earth do you do that? Wow, no attention to detail. So bizarre. Um, so there we go. That is Matt's social. Ammo, uh, as we say, we're going to tweet out the video of the corkscrew on the roller coaster. Very funny, well worth a watch at Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Previously on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, Printer Lee got dragged to Costa by David Guest. Thank you, voiceover man. <laughs> This has inspired the Daily Smash topics. Anything to do with coffee, coffee shops, etc., and movies. We shall get the ball rolling here in the studio, as always, with Kevin Costa. Huh. Yes. Ralph Macchiato <laughs> is the Calate kid. Oh, <laughs> double whammy! Thank you. That's Strong. it. That, I'm going to count the dub. I'm going to count Calate kid as my third of the three that oh, we okay. traditionally do. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's me out now. That's I'm good. done. Matt. Uh, Captain Americano. Very good. Uh, Al Cappuccino, obviously. <laughs> Merrill Stroop Waffle. Oh, <laughs> the, now uh, tell everyone what a Stroop Waffle is. The caramel biscuit waffle oh, thing they sell yeah. in coffee shops. Now, you were saying, though, there's a, there's a technique to the Stroop Waffle. Yes, apparently you're supposed to put it on top of your coffee, hot mm. coffee and it melts. The steam Producer melts. Producer Claire's the one step ahead of you with the mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and then I also have a flat white men can't coffee pump. Oh, <laughs> excellent. What's a coffee pump, Matt? It's one of those, you know, when you go to a conference or something and they've got coffee in those oh, flats. Okay. So you've okay. got to pump it out, haven't you? We've learned a lot from you today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to catch you out there, but not today. Oh, no, my oh, friends. No, no, no. Emma? i got Uncle Starbucks. Oh, yes, yeah. very good. Great. Parent frat. Pacino. <laughs> Cappuccino, no country for old men. Oh, wow. And that new Lady Gaga one, a barista is born. Oh, oh nice. very good. Very good. Glenn. Uh, blend it like Beckham. <laughs> uh, grinding Nemo. <laughs> and uh, my fair tradie. Oh, very good. <laughs> grinding Nemo. That's gonna, that imagery is going to stay with me for the rest of the day. Sorry. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> 8 to 12, 15, it's over to you. Coffee shops and movies. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Thanks for getting in touch, everyone. Here's a selection of our favourites, and we begin with Amy in Walton-on-Thames, Midnight Espresso. Nice. Mike the van man, who uh, texted in earlier about um, an alternate use for household objects, we now know he's used wires cutters to trim his toenails. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's very... that. Whilst that's disgusting, <laughs> he is very good at the Daily Smash, and today he's come up with... Costa La Barista Baby. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Very impressive. Meet the Mockers. <laughs> uh, Robert Cafe De Niro from Vicky in Newport. Oh. And finally, great work, Chai Hard. Oh. Chai Hard's a yes. good one. The Daily Smash will be back tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Stand up to cancer and Absolute Radio present... Absolute Radio Live at the London Palladium. 
We are so excited to be putting on our biggest ever comedy night to help raise money for Stand Up To Cancer. Uh, the exciting thing number one, our very own Frank Skinner is going to host the whole event. One of the most amazing little press lines came out from this. It's the thing that we use to, to promote it. Uh, Frank said that he loves Absolute Radio and he hates cancer, so this is a no-brainer, which is a really good line. Uh, he's going to be hosting the event on Sunday the 25th of November uh, and it's at the London Palladium, so that's a big one as well. And we have lined up quite the list of performers. We've got John Richardson, Rob Beckett, Chris Ramsey, Joe Caulfield, Nish Kumar, Matt Ford, Gary Delaney, our very own Glenn Moore over there as well. We're so excited. Um, now, these top-class comedians are all going to be in that one iconic room in London, and all of the money from ticket sales will be going to Stand Up To Cancer, and they do fine work. Tickets will go on sale this coming Friday morning at 9am sharp. Don't worry, I'll be on hand to remind you nearer the time. Get to absoluteradio.co.uk slash comedy to get yours. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and to those of you who got in touch. So the big question is, over the last four hours of live radio, have we actually learnt anything? Well, we've learnt that people do genuinely have their favourite Tupperware container. There are mm. different Tupperware containers in anyone's kitchen, up yeah. and down this fair land, around this fair world. But sometimes you just look at a Tupperware and go, that's my number yeah, one. Yeah, some are better than others, aren't they? Some have a really nice fitting lid. See, for example, when I make my uh, world-famous chicken broth, I'll only eat it out of a Tupperware uh, bowl. Right, really? Yeah, you yeah. Decant it into a nicer it's got, bowl. Because, yeah, because when I reheat the following day yeah. from the fridge, the Tupperware container's got the little plastic things that's go on top of the lid to I secure it. I can about. use them as little handles, you know, yeah. they don't burn your hands <laughs> right. well, when good. I carry it to the table. Wow. So uh, there we go. We also learnt, well, I say we, I learnt, I was at David Guest's 50th birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a turn up for the Nice, books. nice of Lee, our trace person to the stars to remind we had some top bants at the buffet. Yeah, we found out about some groundbreaking ways of removing nostril hair from one guy <laughs> who lights a match and inhales the flame through his nose. Do not try this at home. And then I've just had an email from Jason as well. So Talking about that technique we mentioned earlier in Turkish barbers, where they get a cotton wool ball soaked in, af- in alcohol mm. and burn it to burn off your ear hairs and yeah. your nose hairs. That's known as singing, apparently. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we've all learnt a lot day. today. Um, if you want to reflect on the last four hours of live radio, the only way to do that is to download the Dave Berry Breakfast Show daily podcast. You can do that from all the usual places. Uh, we've got Possessed by Mr. Chips. That was an infamous line from comedian Rob Beckett. <laughs> uh, yesterday's was all filler, no killer, because I had a bad back and couldn't laugh and today's will be called don't put your gel frazy in the tumble dryer <laughs> leona's up next i'll be back tomorrow when you wake up arrivederci he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio